I want a divorce. These are the four most hurtful words that a married person could ever hear. And perhaps your spouse has said these words to you, or maybe you have even said these words to your spouse. Here is an example of how this commonly happens. Mary and John are fighting for the umpteenth time about the same old things. It's not just about the unwashed dishes or the overdrawn account, although that's what they keep circling around. John is frustrated, feeling like his wife never listens to anything he says, and Mary has shut down, feeling like her husband doesn't really care about her. He just cares about what she does, making sure that the dishes are done and the finances are stable. John comes home after a hard day of working, already upset and stressed from what happened at work, and he sees a pile of dishes again. He checks the account, not even enough money to get them through the week. What is she doing all day, he thinks, and how does she even spend her time? How does she spend all of the money and not have time to keep the house clean? Isn't this her job, he thinks? Why doesn't she respect me? And so once again, he lashes out, except this time not caring about how it affects her or what might be happening in her life that's leading her to disengage in these things. In the middle of the fights, in the middle of the criticism, in the middle of the accusations, he finally yells to her, I want a divorce. But let's flip the script. We still have Mary and John, and they're still fighting for the umpteenth time about the same old things. But it's not just about these unwashed dishes or the overdrawn account. John is frustrated. We know that. He feels like his wife is never listening to his request. But Mary has shut down, feeling like her husband doesn't really care about her. He just cares about what she does, making sure that the dishes are done and the finances are stable. Mary is overwhelmed in taking care of the kids. Having four kids under the age of seven is too much. And with different school schedules and outings and activities and play dates, she barely has enough time to breathe, much less all of the housework too. She needs help, but John doesn't want to hear it. I bring home the money. You take care of the house. That's how he sees it. But he works too much to notice that not only is she drowning and trying to manage the kids, but she can't carry the entire burden of the housework either. She feels completely unloved, like all John cares about is having someone around to give him the picture-perfect life, the great house, the four kids, but meanwhile, he doesn't even have the time to be a part of it. She withdraws, becomes numb. She's told him for years that she's unhappy, that she needs help, but he won't listen. Finally, it's not in a fit of rage or emotion that she makes the request, but she calmly lets John know that she's done. She wants a divorce. What do both of these situations have in common? I'll tell you in just a minute, but I'm also going to tell you why both of these ways of telling your spouse that you want a divorce, either in a fit of rage or after a long premeditated thought of wanting a divorce, aren't the best ways to handle it. There's actually four questions you need to ask yourself before you tell your spouse you want a divorce. And I'm going to tell you what those are. This is Marriage Helper Quick Tips, hosted by marriage and relationship expert, Dr. Joe Beam, CEO of Marriage Helper, Kimberly Beam Holmes, and our team of certified coaches. Our hosts will honestly share their hard-earned insight on some common marriage pitfalls and offer some quick tips backed by research that you can begin to use today. 
Regardless of the situation, what we teach will not only make your relationships better, but will also help you to become the best version of yourself along the way. Listen to Quick Tips wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to leave an honest review. We love hearing from you. Turn up the volume and prepare to take notes as we begin this week's episode of Quick Tips. My name is Kimberly Holmes, and I am the CEO at Marriage Helper, where we have helped marriages for over 20 years to save their marriage. And I know you might be thinking right now, I don't want to save my marriage. I'm trying to figure out how to divorce my spouse. I get it. But there are still some things that you need to take into consideration because divorce is a difficult decision, and it is not one that you should take lightly. It has ramifications for decades and generations to come. So be sure that you ask yourself these four questions and stick around to the end because if anything that I say jives with you, then you will want to get a free resource that we are going to have just for you at the end of this video. Divorce, as I'm sure you know, is not a decision to take lightly. It has a significant impact on not just you or your spouse, but kids, family members, friends, or even your career for years and generations to come. So what do Mary and John's sides of the story have in common? Both of them were hurt. They did not feel liked, loved, or respected, which we know from research are the top three reasons that people want a divorce. John didn't feel liked, loved, or respected because he didn't feel like his wife was supporting the things at home while he was working, and he was overwhelmed at work. Mary didn't feel liked, loved, or respected because she felt like her value was only in what she did, and that was all that her husband was seeing. But what did they not do? They didn't talk about it, at least in a healthy, constructive way to understand each other and work to fix things. So here are four questions that I want you to ask yourself before you tell your spouse you want a divorce. And then at the end, if you decide, you know what, I don't know that I'm ready to tell my spouse I want a divorce, then I will share with you the free resource that I was talking about. The first question to ask yourself is, have you stopped to really identify why you want a divorce? Are you unhappy? Are you hurt? Are you frustrated? What is it that is leading you to want to make this decision? Was there an affair that happened and now you don't know if you can trust again? Has it been years of fighting and unhappiness and now you're just done, kind of like Mary in this situation? Or do you just feel like marriage shouldn't be this hard? It shouldn't take this much work. At times, people seek a divorce when in reality, they should be seeking a conversation. It may be a hard conversation, but more times than not, you really can work towards sharing your feelings with each other and working together to make the marriage work. But it has to start with you really understanding why you are not happy. If you don't have a good answer to that question, you don't need to say anything to your spouse yet. You need to figure out what it is that is leading you to be unhappy. And here's a bonus tip. Sometimes you'll find that it's actually something from your past or your childhood that's leading you to be unhappy in your marriage. And even then, divorce still won't solve anything. You need to go back and heal from what happened in the past. Here's the second question. Have you sought to understand your spouse's point of view? This is countercultural and counterintuitive. It is so easy to tell ourselves the story of what is going on and allow it to become the gospel truth. But guess what? 
More than half the time, if not closer to probably 90% of the time, the stories that we tell ourselves are wrong. In the case of John and Mary, John was assuming what Mary was thinking and feeling. He assumed she was being lazy, taking advantage of being a housewife, spending all of the money and just doing whatever she wanted all day long. He assumed because he didn't stop to ask her what was going on in her life before making a judgment. He based it solely on the story he was telling himself. And that story wasn't based in reality. It was based on what he was perceiving. He hadn't stopped to ask her anything. I love what Brene Brown says about pushing through the discomfort to find connection, the discomfort of overcoming these negative stories to find what's really going on. She says, I define connection as the energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard, and valued, when they can give and receive without judgment, and when they derive sustenance and strength from the relationship. Have you leaned into what feels uncomfortable to move past your assumptions and honestly seek to connect with your spouse? Do you honestly think they would say right now that they have felt heard and valued from you? You see, John should have approached Mary years ago and said to her, actually, he should have asked her a question. He should have asked her, what is going on in your day to day? How can I help you? You seem overwhelmed. What can I do to assist you more in your life, in your work? Mary should have asked the same to John. John, you seem frustrated. You seem like you aren't happy about things. What is it that that I can help you with? Are things overwhelming at work? What's going on with you? They should have leaned into each other and allowed the other person to share what they were thinking and feeling in a way that wasn't attacking or blaming in a way that neither of them would become defensive, but instead seeking to support the other person. They didn't do that. They harbored resentment. They wrote these negative stories in their heads about each other, which ultimately led both of them to want to just disconnect and move on. When in reality, it could still be fixed. So we've, we've said, have you approached your spouse and asked them what's going on? Have you identified the things that are actually making you unhappy? The third part of this is, have you told your spouse that you are unhappy? And have you done so in a way that wasn't attacking and blaming and telling them that it was all their fault? This is the flip side of the coin of asking them what they need help with and instead going to them and asking them for help because you're struggling. John never told Mary that he was unhappy in a way that didn't push her further away. And Mary never confronted John to say that she was unhappy. She just disconnected. And neither of these things worked. Both of them ended up pushing the other further away, John, because he would just keep on attacking her, berating her. He would just come home and see what she hadn't done and continue to point that out, which just kept pushing Mary further and further away to where she didn't want to go to him because she didn't feel loved. She didn't feel valued. She didn't feel respected. So What have you done? Have you approached your spouse and said, you know what, when I come home from work and these things are left undone, I feel overwhelmed because I'm trying to provide for the house and then I come home and I feel like there's more that needs to be done. How can we work through this together? Or the flip side of that being, I feel like you're gone all day and you're expecting me to do absolutely everything and it's too much. I'm not happy, I need help. How can we work together? You'll notice a theme in all of these questions, in all of these ways I'm encouraging you to approach your spouse. 
the theme is you're a team. The minute you begin to think you're not a team with your spouse and that your spouse is the enemy, then it's not just a question of do I divorce or not? It is going, that mindset is going to affect every future relationship that you have if you constantly see the other person as the enemy instead of being on your team. So how can you approach your spouse before seeking divorce and really seeing if you can get to be on the same team? And you may be thinking, I've tried, I've done it. It's never worked. It's We're in a toxic marriage. Things are so terrible. And all of my friends are saying I should get out. But I really want to ask you, have you honestly done all of these things? Have you really sought to empathize with them, to seek their point of view? Have you identified why you aren't happy? And if it's really coming from them or if it's from something in your past that you need to overcome, and have you really tried to approach these issues as a team? My fourth and final question for you is, have you honestly tried to work together to overcome these issues to have the best marriage possible? Because here's the truth. Divorce hurts. It will hurt you. It will hurt your current spouse. If you have kids, it will hurt your kids. And I'm not trying to twist your arm to stay married, but I'm trying to get you to pause and really see if maybe there's just a conversation that you need to have, maybe many conversations you need to have, and not a divorce that you need to seek. I recommend going to one of our workshops where we deal with couples in situations just like yours, where they have a spouse or they are the spouse who's wanting out of the marriage. They feel like they've tried everything and nothing has worked. And still our workshop has over a 70% success rate. If you want more information about that, then you can call our office at 866-903-0990. Again, that number is 866-903-0990. And you can talk with one of our client relations reps about the workshop and how it could be a good fit for you. Many people, after they attend our workshop, say they know it was the best thing they ever done because not only do they know they gave their marriage the best fighting chance they could, But over 70% of the time, the marriage is made better than ever before, completely restored, and the family is able to stay together. There is still hope. But I do have a free resource for you. If you're not sure about wanting to save it and you're still really considering divorce, then please get a free mini course that we have created and made just for you. The free mini course on how to stop your divorce or how to stop your marriage from heading for divorce and instead how you can possibly fall back in love. That's what we will teach you inside of that free mini course. Click the link on the screen now to go ahead and join that course and to begin learning the research-based principles that we teach that have an amazing success rate at keeping marriages together and better than ever before. Don't seek divorce without first making sure you gave your marriage a fighting chance. At Marriage Helper, we are here to help you walk along that journey and give you what you need to have the ultimate success, if possible, of saving your marriage and making it better than ever before. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Marriage Helper Quick Tips. Please refer to the notes in the description to learn more about any resources mentioned in this episode. Please visit our website at marriagehelper.com for more information about our online courses, marriage workshops, and coaching. If you would like immediate help with your marriage situation, click the link on the screen to schedule a free marriage strategy call with one of our team members. We exist to save marriages and strengthen families. 
We'll see you next Friday on the next episode of Quick Tips.